Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is Ursula Odom, your host for NABWIC Talks, and I am the CEO of Sula2, and what we do is make old, new, and everything we do, meaning that we capture, preserve, and present your legacy information for your corporations or your family to get your story out because it needs to be told. And this is what NABWIC is about. We tell the NABWIC story through the members and guests that we have on this show. And today is one of those days where, you know, life just gets real good because good things happen. Well, today I have with me the founder of NABWIC, Ms. Ann McNeil. You're going to hear her talk today about what this organization is all about, why it's important to you and our community and this country. And I can't wait to hear her story because I've heard bits of it, but I get to hear it directly from her and share it with you today. Good morning, Ms. Ann. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And, yes, I am the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives. And today it is through the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, and I'm excited to be here. Well, so let's get with it. How did NABWIC get started? What was your inspiration? And just just take us back there. Well, Ursula, actually the story goes like this. <laughs> I, I have... Uh, been in the construction industry really since 1979, and everything I talk about centers around the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, whereby at 9 p.m. December 31st, 79, I picked up a copy of the book and began to read the book. But Ursula, as I read the book to read me, and I realized for the first time in my adult life that I really had not had a plan to strategically live my life on purpose 
in terms of how much money I wanted to make my career and all of that. I have an undergraduate degree in accounting, a master's in finance. And at the time, I was working for one of the largest organizations in our county. And in a management entry-level position and working a good almost 20 hours a day, and it was just never enough. Because during that time, you see, I'm old enough to remember riding in the back of the bus, but young enough to remember, you know, being impacted positively by the 1964 Civil Rights Act that allowed us and encouraged us and opened the doors for many of us to go and work and um, in places normally we could not work. And so with that backdrop, I became exposed to the construction industry while on my job, uh, being the only black in management, a lot of the white men that worked around me were buying and renovating properties and things like that. And so my husband and I, we bought our first home. And he said this to me. He said, you know, if I had it to do all over again, I would not go to college. I think we were taught all wrong. Now, I married up, so I thought when he said that, you have got to be kidding because we've invested all of this time and energy and all these years in getting these degrees, and now you say you you would do something different? He said, Ann, think about it. He said, you know, we have all of these degrees and all this debt, and these guys are coming in here and they're giving us estimates on these properties and many of them did not finish high school, let alone go to college and get all of this debt. And here I did the math. He said, if we did the work ourselves, the savings would be more than you make a year. And Ursula, at that point, my life began to flash before me in terms of just thinking realistically about this industry now, I made a conscious decision to go to trade school at the time of working on a master's degree, and that began my construction life as I know it now. And, and one thing led to another. You know, I ended up, ended up taking a um, leave of absence from my job and, and, and trying my hand at construction by volunteering for many contractors and was fortunate enough to go to work for Thacker Construction. Well, let me fast forward now to your question about NABWIC. NABWIC was born out of my desire. Uh, After about a good 10, almost 15 years in this industry, I began to realize I don't see very many people look like me. And look like me suggests black and female, and at the time, younger. And I just had a desire in my heart to do something, and that's where... Uh, the book comes in in terms of helping me to create a, a plan and then an action and, and just slowly but steadily and methodically and strategically just continuing to work on that plan. And slowly the plan, uh, it first started out as black women in construction, and then as we began to get uh, requests from people all over literally the world, uh, it it eventually became what we now know as the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Now, there's another part of that story, but I'll wait for your questions before I share that in terms of how the organization itself was founded. But that's my story in terms of backstory of how I came into the industry and eventually began to um, look at filling a need, and that need uh, is for black women and black girls especially to look at us as role models and and a pipeline and a connection to enter the industry with support. Thank you. That is 
extremely thought-provoking and, quite frankly, so many different things are coming to mind, um, not the least of which is how do you go from a thought like that to building an organization such as the one that you've done. And it's it's amazing how you've turned a thought into strategy and tactics and and action and to get the results that you have. And for my listening audience, one of the things that I plan to have happen today for people that are uh, members of NAVWIC, they're going to share their stories as well. So when you're prepared to do that as a member, then press 1 on your telephone and I will allow you to to share your story or ask questions. Um, Now, my particular story is that when I first heard about NAVWIC, it was because I was in a room with Robin McDonald and Donaldson, Robin Donaldson, Donaldson, and she was handing out information or sharing information with people that were going and taking action on that information that was, um, it had monetary value. And they were happy to get this information, and she was just, just, it was amazing to see the interaction between these people and then to find out that they were NABWIC members. And I went to a meeting and was totally impressed with the people that were in the room. And so when I see this and I realize that it is the um, brainchild of a conversation basically that started between a husband and a wife, that's pretty awesome. And so I want to roll back even further (laughs) Tell me about Anne McNeil. How did you get to be who you are that that is so tenacious? I, and, and because of my, my interest in um, family history and what have you, somebody was your mentor before you started all this too. So how did you get to be who you are? Well, <laughs> I first have to give praise and honor and respect to God, Right and uh, as my Lord and Savior, to suggest that my mom, who was a holiness minister, and she's passed, and my father, who was a business person, uh, and the two of those create this product that I am becoming in the sense that my faith comes from what she instilled in us, my brother and I, uh, from as early as we can remember, because we lived in church. And for those individuals who may be listening to this uh, currently or in the future, know when you come from a holiness family, a lot of shackles come with that. And I mean uh, the worldly shackles of you can't wear makeup, you can't wear heels, you must not, uh, you know, wear your your dress above your knee and all of those things. And then my father, with the work ethics uh, from as early as I can remember, who, who um, he did lawn work and he did what, what we call field work for those people that may be old enough for, to remember that people used to go out uh, back in the 60s and the 70s and they used to work in, you know, in the glades or wherever people were picking anything. Uh, my father grew up picking cotton, and then when you know he elevated to picking vegetables, and so I remember early being raised to rise before four and help make sandwiches and help 
uh, to prepare whatever he needed preparing. And when I was old enough, I actually went to work with him and uh, actually learned to drive heavy equipment at a very early age and vehicles at a very early age because you needed to move something or you needed to do something or somebody didn't show up to work and you needed to help out. And if you were old enough to touch the pedal, then you were old enough to touch the steering wheel, you know, just move this over here. And, of course, my mother instilling us, instilling in us that faith without the works is absolutely nothing and all of the biblical principles. And so carrying that all the way through high school, and then by the time I got to college, of course, I was done. I'm done with with uh, church and all of those things because, being a teenager, you know, you just want your freedom. And so I, I've been blessed enough to have a hard enough life with that freedom to make a conscious decision that my mom was right and my dad was right in the sense that, you know, you you don't work, you don't eat. And so, but always having a vision of a better quality of life. And I think for many of us who grew up in Christian families, we always have this aspiration uh, for heavenly things but oftentimes, sometimes we're no earthly good if we don't know how to live a heavenly, spirited life right here in whatever we have been um, blessed to do in terms of a craft or a job or a profession and become the very best in that. So that is what brings me here in terms of uh, the people in my lives, and there have been many. I, I oftentimes give credit to a number of the women, the sheroes in my life, who who have impacted my life. One in particular is a lady who just recently passed. My a friend of mine, her name is Jolinda Herring. Her mom, her uh, name was Mary Herring. And I watched her. She raised her kids and how she impacted all of our lives in early ages. And then, of course, our teachers and things. So my desire, Ursula, and, and for all of us, is to pay back that into the lives of young black girls and using our lives, not just my life, I did not build NAVWIC. There are many people who are founders who help bring this organization to where it is, and they get the credit. I just may have been the one that God blessed with the vision as a visionary, but there are many, many, many people from day one that have put in countless hours in helping to grow themselves and also uh, to grow this organization into what, not only what it is, but what it is becoming. The thing that just boggles my mind is that I have a belief that if someone teaches you something, they become a part of you for the rest of eternity. Because in the example that I'm, I, I give a lot of time is the person that taught me how to bowl um, was way, 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 way back. And every time that I step up to that line, that person steps up with me. It's the most amazing thing. That person becomes a part of you. And when I think of the number of lives that you have impacted, it's 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 totally mind-boggling how you will never know just how many lives you are a part of. And um, we had somebody that wants to say something and they're one three one nine. I'm about to open up so you can share. Good morning, ladies. How are you? And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all the good things that go along with this wonderful holiday season. Um, this is Nafreda, and um, I am also a member of NABWIC. And I would like to say that being a member of NABWIC, I am 
not um, in construction um, at all. Um, I'm in communication. But I must say that what I've been listening to really speaks to the fact that um, Ms. McNeil and her team um, of founders really went into this organization to be a blessing to anyone that wants to do more than just go to school and get a degree. Now, true enough, I've just finished school. I just got my master's, and I'm very happy about that. That was a lifelong goal of my own, but it is not the goal that really catapulted me into understanding that making money is not connected to that and being successful is not connected to that. And I must agree with Dan that a lot of us may have been taught wrong that that is not the, the, the way, that is not the only way that you can become successful. And to be successful within your own right, based on what Ms. McNeil and, and you all have been sharing this morning, I really want to speak to those people that may not be in construction, that this organization is a support system to what it is that you want to do, but you must want to do something um, uh, besides where you are. You want to grow. So this is more of a growth organization to help you get from where you are to where you want to be by supporting each other and also teaching us how to give back to the younger generation coming up behind us. I often think that one day I may be 90, 95 years old, and the generation that I did not pour into will not be able to pour into me by making sure that certain things are in place so that as an elderly person I'll be covered and taken care of. So we need to keep those kind of things in mind as we continue to grow in our own businesses and making sure that we're reaching back and pulling three or four people along with us um, that may be much younger so that they will have the same incentives and desires to want to have a better society and make sure that people have what they need in order to grow. So that's all I really wanted to say, ladies, and thank you so much for allowing me to share, and thank you for having the show this morning, the day after Christmas, um, to make sure that people understand um, uh, that we're here and we want to be a blessing to others. So thank you all so much. And thank you, because you said quite a bit. <laughs> and one of the things that you reminded me of was that there's a saying that the old, okay, the young man has the strength and the old man knows the way. So when you're talking about bringing someone with you, that's that's wonderful because that means it will go from one generation to another and we don't have to repeat it. And and that I think is the value of NABWIC is is putting in place those things that we can share, that we can hold up as an example. And 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 about not being in the construction industry, well, I was sitting in a, a meeting, it was a pre bid meeting wondering you know, I just wanted to know what the process was like for um RFPs and all of those kinds of things. And that's when I got the idea to do a legacy wall. So I took history and and information about people and combined it with the construction industry when, in fact, I walked in that, to that meeting thinking that I was totally outside of it. So when you're connected to the industry and can add value, I think that makes us a part of the industry. And, um, and if you'd like to respond to what she said, uh, go ahead, and then there's another person that has a question. Well, seeing that Ms. Thomas has been one of those individuals who's been with me 
on this journey and in this walk, starting with thinking grow rich and Napoleon Hill in that process for gosh over twenty five years and uh when she stated that she's not in construction, I just want to support the fact that she is in construction and we are all in construction regardless of the product or service that we provide because this industry has a place for every product and service. And she has just been the beneficiary of that fact from one of the billion-dollar luncheons that we hosted. One of our clients um, that was a presenter uh, at the luncheon uh, is in process of contracting with Ms. Thomas's business for her uh, marketing services. And so I say that to just share. We talk about the fact that this show is about the benefits that this organization is having on its members. That's all of our members. As long as you have clarity about what it is that you do and what it is that you want, then this organization is available to help you connect to the resources to get you whatever that is in your business. And so we want to thank Ms. Thomas for coming on, and she has been a definite positive addition to our chapter here in South Florida and to the national as a whole. So thank you so very much. And then we can go to the next caller. Thanks. And the next caller is 5193. And I'm opening your line. Thank you so so much, uh, Miss Ursula. This is Jackie Perry, and uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to chime in for a few moments. Uh, can't help but do so. But number one, I just wanted to thank uh, Miss McNeil for her uh, background. I don't think I've ever quite heard that uh, the story to that extent in terms of going way back. So thanks for sharing that again, and please do continue to share that and with uh, other women. But as you were talking about, you know, your background, experience, and family, all the things that have shaped you into the dynamic woman that you are today, I just began to think about um, how awesome it is that you have been that pioneer because one of the benefits that we get from NAVWIC is the benefit of having mentors like yourself. So, and you're a powerful men- mentor, but with all the women that you've drawn uh, into this organization, we get the benefit of having the diversity of experience and wealth and academics and knowledge, you know, no matter what kind, because as you said, we're all, we are all in construction. We are related in some way. So even though you may not be hammering a nail, uh, there's some piece of it that is uh, certainly uh, interrelated for, for, for us, who, you know, who may not be, again, uh, in hard hats and boots or whatever. But I just wanted to uh, say that, and I think for me one of the biggest benefits has been uh, the mentorship and the knowledge and the strength that I've gained from uh, just seeing other women like myself who have very similar aspirations and goals. And um, and one other thing, uh, not only that, but along with seeing someone like you who's doing it and reaching those targets, we actually have the uh, clear uh, development goals, uh, the, the clear technical assistance that comes out of this organization, too. So just learning how to do things. So if I'm, I'm weak in marketing, uh, I can either learn to do some things myself or I can rely on 
the uh, experience of others who are in that business, like Ms. Thomas, for instance. Uh, but one of the things we do get is clarity and the ability to set, uh, you know, smart goals. And that's been a tremendous help for me. And as a result, today, uh, I know I've, I've known Ann for a few years now, but I'm happy to say that I've, um, I was able to launch out on my own, first with my consulting company, and then the Lord has richly blessed uh, me with a partner, and we are in the uh, technology business as well, and that is uh, flourishing too. So I have gleaned a lot, again, for being around a group of powerful women, and thanks to them and thanks to the pioneer herself. So I just wanted to uh, say those few words, and so thank you for giving me the space to do so. And thank you, and you are one of those powerful women. In fact, it's amazing to be a part of NABWIC and to see so many people that um, that are worthy of being written about and to be in the newspaper for doing wonderful big things and the goals that they set make you wonder, you know, I've got to dream bigger. And then to realize that each one of them are massaging their dreams and their goals to do even bigger and better things. So you're in a room where the energy is just floating around and, and you can't help but get some of that. And I've gotten some of that from you, Miss Jackie, as well. So thank you. And Anne? Well, Jackie, needless to say, I have been blessed to have been in partnership with Jackie in the building of this brand. And just like you're saying, Ursula, she is a phenomenal woman. And I was I share with Jackie often that it only took me, what, Jackie, about four or five years to get you to come on board, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so I'm saying that to all of you women out there that may be listening to this and wondering, um, if I'm giving up on you, no, I never give up. And uh, when I think back to people like Deborah Thompson, it took me about seven years to get her on board of asking. Dorothy Brown O'Farrell took me about five years to get her on board. And there are a lot of women who are national and international women that I'm talking to. And I think what happens over time, too, is that when we are an entrepreneur inside of many of these organizations, we have a dream or a vision of a better quality of life, but don't really know how to get there. And, and what I think that NABWIC does is that we provide an opportunity to grow internally while you're an entrepreneur, and then externally while you're an entrepreneur to help you have a better quality of life in your business and also in your personal life because we do a lot of personal and professional development utilizing uh, many of the books such as Think and Grow Rich, The Richest Man in Babylon, uh, The Science of Getting Rich, and so many other processes and systems that we know work well because when there's, when there's no vision in our lives, there's no growth in terms of a better quality of life and having a vehicle. So, Jackie, thank you. But I also want to mention, too, that every year we wrap the year up this time of year in talking about what we have accomplished as an organization. And so, Jackie, before you hop off the line, if, if you'd like to share some of what you think are some benefits from membership and some of the accomplishments we've had, and I'd also like to 
mention to our listeners that we are actually hosting our annual meeting. I don't call it a conference because a conference has a very different kind of connotation, if you will, whereas a meeting, an annual meeting for the organization, it suggests, I like to suggest that consider yourself and your life as a publicly traded organization with people investing you based upon what you've done with the last 365 days you've had. And that determines whether or not they're going to invest in you in the next 365. And this organization is the same. At the end of every year as an organization, we wrap the year up and we look at what have we done this year in terms of our comparison to what we said we would do. Did we hit our mark? Did we reach our goals? And if we did not, what do we need to do to reset that goal or to reassess what happened? And then in January, usually about the third week of the month of the new year, and in this case it's going to be the 23rd, 4th, and 5th of January, we will be hosting our annual meeting of 2019, and it will be hosted at the Embassy Suites in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on 17th Street. And there we will be reviewing how did we do. And I'd like to take it to another level on that Friday afternoon each year. We actually go into depth into your goals for your business and give you just a few minutes to look at what is it that you said you would do for your business and what do you plan to do next year for your business. Oftentimes, we don't have a board of directors for our business or our life Who's really holding us accountable? And that's where the mastermind concept comes in. So, Jack, I'm going to circle back around to you and ask you if there's anything that you may want to share in terms of benefits that the organization has provided that may be, you know, interesting to potential members, sponsors, or partners. Okay, yes, and there's so many, and uh, I I certainly don't want to, you know, take out all the time, but uh, you mentioned the annual meeting already, and that's a wonderful uh, place where both men and women can come and uh, connect, learn about the organization, but also learn and uh, network and grow uh, from uh, just being around each other. But uh, we also have, uh, in addition to our annual meeting, uh, you know, each year we have another national event, and that's our uh, con- uh, national uh, Congressional Black Caucus, uh, where we also gather uh, in Washington once a year. And so many benefits come out of that. And actually, Ann, if I can just say this, and, and others may want to speak specifically about one of these items, with NAWIC, there's such a diversity, <laughs> diversity of things that we get, you know, again, that uh, enriches our lives. And so, for instance, not only do we have the CBC where, again, we know that if uh, they say, what's the saying, I think you may have coined this, if, uh, you're not in, um, if you're not in politics, you're not in business. Is that correct? Um, so we do learn about the importance and the connection of politics and business. But we also have a mastermind group. And to build off what Ann says, you know, it's a way that, again, we can connect. It's called Think and Grow Rich. It's every Friday we just come on for about 30 minutes on the call, um, again, using the book Think and Grow Rich, where we can get uh, inspiration and just grow just using that book as a tool. And not only that, 
uh, I think about a couple of uh, retreats that I've been a part of where the mastermind herself conducts what I call these are development retreats. So you get an opportunity to be a part of a small group, and maybe two, three, four women, where you're really focused and you have that one-on-one time with um, a mentor, like NSAM, and you get that training, and I call her a performance coach. So if you're really wanting to hone your skills as a leader, as a business owner, then you get a chance to spend that time with a performance coach who is uh, you know, fine-tuning you. So you get, again, all that that clarity, the focus, and the, and the growth. So those are just some of the things, just right off the top. I mean, there's many more but I'm not going to, um, you know, uh, take over the conversation. I'll let somebody else mention those. But I wanted to mention those because those are professional growth things that I think are really, really key uh, to any woman. And so if we're just, you know, scratching the surface right now, but we just invite you, as Ann mentioned, to come to those annual meetings if you're listening to this or just tune into our website for more information but just dig a little bit deeper, and you'll find that you can benefit from not only these things, but much more within the NABWIC organization. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. At this point, we're going to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, I'm going to ask Ms. Ann about keys to success. See you on the other side of the break. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Welcome back to NABWIC Talks, and I am speaking with the founder of NABWIC, Ms. Ann McNeil, the master builder. We've had a wonderful conversation up to this point, and people are wanting to share. So before I go into asking and the additional questions that I have for her, there's someone at 1052 that would like to join the conversation. Hi, good morning. This is Shelley Ransom-Jackson, and I just good wanted morning. to share how are you? I'm good. Go right ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go right ahead. Wonderful. Yeah, I just wanted to share uh, my experience with um, the Master Builder and and the McNeil Factor. Um, I have been, I've attended, um, I I call it one and a half retreats. 
my, my first experience was last year, but it was only one day. And I was so moved by by the content and the depth of uh, what I learned about myself that I had to, uh, I was compelled to, to make sure that I attended the full uh, uh, retreat. And it, it's such a, a blessing, I call it, uh, because it, it, it blesses you in, the, in terms of knowing, really knowing where your blessings are coming from. And, and you dig deep and, uh, to get to the, your, your soul, and, and you bear your soul to a, bunch of, a, a, a lot of like-minded women. And um, it, it just helps you. It helps you heal. Uh, it, it helps you acknowledge certain things. Um, but most importantly, it helps you grow. And that's one of the things that um, was really has, has just taken me to the next level. And and I can't wait to, to go to greater heights that I know that I'm destined to, to where I'm destined to be um, because of implementing the, the McNeil factor. Um, so just getting every the ten areas of, of my life um, in order, and and it's a process. Um, and and like Anne Anne always says, you know. Everything uh, that's worth having is worth working for, and you definitely will work for the the, the, the betterment of uh, your life. But it's amazing how it spreads to everyone that you're associated with, uh, your family, your friends. It, it can really all see the difference. Um, and then the other thing I, I really enjoyed was the masterminding with all these like-minded women and presenting ideas and just having them fleshed out um, and, and give, getting uh, positive uh, feedback and constructive criticism. So um, it's, it's a wonderful thing, and I just wanted to share that, um, that you know, the impact uh, Anne and, and her retreat and just her philosophies have made on my life in this past uh, uh, two years. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, Anne, so what's your take on the McNeil factor? Wow. Uh, Shelly, I I have to go back to Shelly and make sure we understand who who is she to to make those comments. I think she started talking without saying the fact that she is uh, one of the first, if not one of the very few, black women uh, inspectors in the state of Florida, and I don't know about nationally, but these are the uh, kind of qualifications and kind of uh, brands that we want to promote as members to the world and also to younger women and girls who are coming up behind us to say it's possible. It's possible in this industry. And for NABWIC to have and give the support. Now, what Shelley's referring to, now, so Shelley, I just gave you the bio background, please. And also, she's a licensed general contractor that also owns her own businesses. That's who she is. And to say 
what she shared about our experience professionally. I am very appreciative, and thank you so very much for that. Now, what Shelley's referring to when she talked about the McNeil factor, you asked about how did the organization NABWIC got started, and I shared about the book Think and Grow Rich because I just want to make sure that the listeners understand that with a plan and a vision and accountability for wherever your desires are, it's possible. And as relates to my own life and learning, which is a process I've not learned, I'm not there yet, uh, and I just, again, give God the praise and honor and glory and just being persistent and diligent in the desire of working toward a better quality of life, but in every area of my life. So what Shelley's referring to is on behalf of the International Mastermind Association that we have uh, for over 20 years, a group of us have worked on ourselves and helped support each other called through the mastermind concept. And even this organization called NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, was born out of that idea. Because when I talked about how I got started, and as we grew as individuals writing down our goals, one of my civic goals was to pull together black women. And each year I would just do one little goal. I'd say, okay, well, I'm going to start collecting cards. And then the next year I would say, okay, well, I'm going to start, you know, at least going out to lunch with people and asking them what they, you know, what can I do to help support. And each year one thing led to another that eventually grew into what we now know as the National Association of Black Women in Construction. But the the beginning of a lot of that came out of, again, the International Mastermind Association, which you can go to our website at internationalmasterminders.com. And by the way, we are also having an annual meeting for our life on January the 5th at the Embassy Suites in Boca Raton, Florida, January 5th, 2019. But going to her point, the McNeil Factor came out of a process that I've created and a set of books and systems that I've created that takes me through my mission, my vision, my goals, my accomplishments, and tracking every single area of my life. Those ten areas are spiritual, family, financial, education, health, business, and some people call it a career profession, personal development, recreation, creativity, and civic. And Ursula, what we do is we set the goals for six months, one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, and I have goals written out to 40 years. What will I be doing 40 years from now? And the interesting part about this conversation is that we're actually preparing for that meeting right now, and over the last 20 days, I have been closing out the year and over this weekend past, I actually went back and reviewed. I was sharing with Laverne on the way to work this morning. I have actually started going back and reviewing some things that I wrote 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 20 years ago, and looking at where I am now in comparison to what I documented, and it is phenomenal. But the true test, Ursula, and all of us, is not what I've done not really even what I'm doing, but what is the projection for the next one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years for all of us 
and the impact we will have and the support we will have and accountability we will have on each other. It's like the conversation, Ursula, you and I were having before this call started when I was suggesting about looking out for this show the next 52 weeks and who do we want on the show. And basically how can we help support and add a greater value to the membership. And so that is a part of that McNeil factor because for me it's really about service. I'm also a Rotarian, and and in Rotary we have a, a, a motto that says service above self. And for me I actually live that every single day to the best of my ability and providing service above self to others. And on that point, one of the things that you and I also spoke about was that I said to you, I don't know how you do as much as you do. It's like you are absolutely amazing to me. I mean, a total phenomenon. (laughs) And for my listening audience, there was a day that I was having some technical difficulty with the show, and next thing I knew, the show had been done by her. So, Anne, do you want to tell that story and then answer my question as how do you get things done, as much done as you do? Well, Ursula, I want to support what we do in terms of providing this this blog talk show. And so oftentimes I will listen online or either on my smartphone. I don't really say anything oftentimes. And this particular day, I logged in uh, to the show. I called into the show, and it said no show scheduled. And I was actually having breakfast with someone at a restaurant. And when I realized that there was no show scheduled, I looked at my, uh, you know, (laughs) my appointment, and I said to her, and we were just meeting for the very first time, actually, and I (laughs) I said to her, you know, do you mind being interviewed on our Blog Talk radio show. And with no hesitation, she said, sure, she didn't know anything about the show. She didn't know uh, anything about NABWIC, if you will, uh, other than the fact that I was involved in it. And she said yes. And so right there, and, you know, because you you have to schedule the show, as you know, uh, 15 minutes in advance unless you go live broadcast. And so we were going to go live. And I sat there very quickly, and I asked her where could I find her bio and her photo, and uh, went to her LinkedIn page. I cut and paste, of course, and and I scheduled the show. And within 15 minutes, we were going live. And because we were in a public place, in a restaurant, and of course you have the talking in the background, you have the music in the background, and I'm sitting there in front of her on two devices. And as you very well know, and, and you know when you host these shows, you can't be on two devices very close to each other because you get the feedback. So, of course, I went into the ladies' room and locked the door. Yes, I did publicly. (laughs) And I locked the door, and we did the show. And it was a great show. But my point, though, is this. I have a motto that says, done is better than perfect. Sure, it would have been great to have it all pre-programmed and all of that, but it was not. And it was a very good show. And as a result of that, she's considering becoming a member and um, just 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 flow with it. Now, if the question you're asking me about how do I do it, I, I will say that it all starts with a definiteness of purpose. And this is why I keep going back to the book, Thinking Grow Rich, and the book, which uh, I refer to, 
um, as the Bible, of course, when I say the book, and most people, you know, whether you're believers or not, I'm not espousing any particular religion, but I am saying that I use the Word of God in my life as best I can. And so I, beginning at the beginning of every year, I please set out in writing my goals and my plans for the entire year in all of those ten areas. And because I go down into the deep, deep, deep details of what does that look like, I'm able to write it out, and I'm in a couple of mastermind groups where people hold me accountable, as we may call it a board of directors for your life, and I help hold them accountable. But that's how I do it, though, Ursula, in terms of setting the priorities with the vision and the goals and an affirmation, and you've been a part of our Black NSA uh, Speakers Association Mastermind Group, and so you know we walk through the book every single week. And I walk through the book with two or three different groups, so I'm living in the book Think and Grow Rich every day, if you will. But I'm also encouraging those who I associate with, especially those who work with me, that I'm signing their checks to also do the same. And actually, as a part of our employment, we do have a line in the application that says that this is a requirement for employment that you should read the book. Now, of course, everybody does not read it, but it's not beneficial if they don't. If they do read it and they're interested in in, uh, setting their own personal goals, that's a part of what we do in terms of the employment also. So that's basically, long story short, Ursula, how I do it. And my desire, like Nito Quibain coined the phrase, intentional congruence, my desire is to have everything I do connect with everything else that I do, which allows me to repurpose the energy, because energy really is all we have. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful. Now, for our listening audience, I see that there are several of you out there. And I'm going to ask Ms. McNeil a couple of final questions. So if you would like to ask questions, now is the time to raise your hand by pressing 1. So, Anne, is there anything else? You know, a lot of times when I have a guest on, I will say, I know what I want to ask you, but then you may have had some things you wanted to say that I haven't asked the right question. So here's your opportunity to say what I haven't asked you. What is it you want to share? Well, I, I would like to share this is this is about the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And when I look at the vision that I have for the organization, I am really looking to have a presence and a chapter in every state in the United States and also nationally within 10 years. And um, I see that one of our callers um, is Mrs. Scales. Yes, I'm calling you out, Linda. And I'm so appreciative of your and your husband's involvement because one of the other areas that we focus on that we've not talked about and I want to put it out in the atmosphere, and that is the fact that we also have a NABWIC Investment Club. Investing is another part of my life that I'm very Uh, focused on because the power of investing and the power of having economic parity, regardless of what race, creed, or color or gender that we are, um, power economically 
is in the education of investing and the investment knowledge that we aspire to acquire. Because when we truly do earn and learn that it's not so much about what we earn, but what we keep and what we invest in what we earn. And that simply means that through the investment education and our NABWIC Investment Club, we're learning how to take a percentage of what we make and invest it in what we know. And with that investment knowledge, we're able to make our money grow and learn not just how to make the money, but learn how to make the money grow. And when we can really understand the power of compounding, if you were to take a $20 bill and you invest it in the market, not in penny stocks and things like that, but quality growth companies, something that you know that you use, like you take a bath every day or you buy gas every week, buy that company on what's called DRIP, Dividend Reinvestment Plan. And for those of you that may want to know more about what I'm sharing, you can go to an organization that I think is one of the best in the world for investment education. It's called Better Investing. That's betterinvesting.org is the website. B-E-T-T-E-R-I-N-V-E-S-T-I-N-G.org, betterinvesting.org. And we are a group of volunteers, yes, volunteers that teach investment education. But when you think about, I'll go back to the $20 bill, when you think about the power of investing a $20 bill every month in what you know and you allow the power of compounding over 20, 30, 40 years of that investment, you can easily be sitting on six figures. And oftentimes we don't think about that because we're so busy working hard for the money, but seldom do we take the time and the effort to learn how to make that money work hard for us. So if there was a way to wrap this show up for me, I would say as a member and the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, it really is about the education in every single area of our lives that I desire to espouse and encouraging and challenging us to be a better you. So thank you for the opportunity to share, and as always, think and grow rich. Thank you. And just to speak to what she just said, to be a part of this organization or to be a part of anything that Ms. Ann is doing means that if you get involved, you become personally coached. And I'm here to tell you that's exactly what happened this morning. Knowing that I was going to be speaking with her, she made sure that things were right. And I had grown just this morning from having the honor of interviewing our founder, Ms. Ann McNeil. So thank you very much. And to our listening audience, it is time for you to volunteer to be on the program as well. As a member of NABWIC, this is your benefit. So it's time for us to find out who you are and what you do from your mouth and to tell your own story. Join us next week for another conversation with another wonderful person, and it will be the new year with all of the wonderful things and goals that we are putting in place for next year. I say... 
that 2019 is the year of the divine. So let's make it happen. See you next week. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.